You're listening to the Attract and Stand Out podcast created for ambitious, heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to build real relationships, influence others, and make an impact with everyone they meet. I'm your host, Darlene Holly, and I'm a mom of four, a wife, a storyteller, dream builder, and a personal branding and business coach. On the show, you'll hear real conversations about what it means to run your own business, what success actually looks like, and how you can overcome obstacles that get in your way. We're growing businesses with less hustle and more ease, transforming your mindset, and inspiring you to get moving and to follow your dreams. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Attract and Stand Out podcast. Um, You are in for a treat today. I have a totally different type of episode for you. Um, Usually I have interviewed guests and occasionally I do solo episodes, but this week I'm actually repurposing an episode um, from a conversation that I had last week over on Clubhouse. Um, I've been hosting a weekly room in a group called Hey Girl, You Can with an amazing group of um, entrepreneurs and career women and women that are just stepping out and finding their own way in life. And we, the episodes each week have been wrapped around like speaking up and using your voice for the ideas and issues that matter most to you. And we talked this week about carving your own path. And it was just a really authentic, vulnerable conversation between myself and my my co my co-hosts, um, both Lena and Katie. And I think that you're really going to enjoy this conversation. So I wanted to share it over here on the podcast with you. And if you like this com- kind of conversation, let me know. Maybe we can pull some more of these episodes over, and I can share more of them. Um, so it's a little bit different. It's actually a little bit more conversational. It's on Clubhouse. Um, the very first like minute or two. We're kind of waiting for people to come in the room, so feel free to skip ahead um, for the like that first minute, maybe minute and a half, um, because there was a little bit of quiet time in there. Um, but dive into this conversation. I think you're going to really be able to pull some stories or some of our stories, and you'll see yourself in them, and you'll see how sometimes we have to carve our own way and really continue to show up and be the person that we truly are in this world. So dive in. I hope you enjoy it. Let me know if you love it, and maybe we'll bring some more of these over, but um, I hope you enjoy it as much as we did. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to my mom's podcast. Hey, friends. Welcome back. Are you ready to create a profitable service-based personal brand and business? Download my brand new workbook, and you'll learn my signature six-step process to create a successful business with less hustle and more ease. It's got easy action steps ready to implement into your business immediately so that you can start creating a business that you love. Head over to bit.ly backslash attract and stand out online to download your workbook today. Good morning, everyone. We will get started in just a minute. If you are here watching the replay, we just opened the room and I'm waiting for my fellow moderators to pop in and for some people to find us, and we'll get started in just a few minutes. We're going to be talking about speaking up for what matters most to you and carving your own path while you're on that journey. 
today, how to find ways that feel really good to you so that you can show up and create the life that you really want. I know whether we have careers or we're entrepreneurs, it's so important to make sure that we are carving a path that feels unique to who we are and what we're doing so that it excites us to actually move forward. Hey, Lena, I was just doing a little intro because it was really quiet in here and I always worry about those replays. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I was talking to myself, girl. (laughs) No, you were talking to all the people who are going to be listening to this in the replays and so am I. Yes, it's so good to see you, your your picture at least. I wish we could see each other in person. That's the only thing that is so good about Clubhouse is we don't have to be all fancy or anything. We can just kind of show up as we are, but sometimes I miss like sitting around a table and actually having conversations. So I feel like one of these days we're going to be able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I think Clubhouse needs to add another component. It's kind of like the difference between um, as an actor doing, um, you know, acting what we would think of regular acting in a play or a musical or something versus voiceover. And this is exactly what it is. You've got to be in a room with a microphone creating your entire world. for yourself and yeah hi christina thanks for joining us we were just getting rolling darlene please i sorry i interrupted you go ahead yeah no you're totally fine i was just like i said i was just starting to talk to myself while um, i was waiting for everyone to get here so um, like i was saying we are talking about carving our own path there's something so special i think when we create the life that we actually want and we look at the different areas in our life whether we're i was saying whether we're career entrepreneurs, if we're parents, if we're animal parents, like whatever we're doing in our lives, we all have so many different facets that are a part of us. And I think it's important that we find those pieces of ourselves and do it our way. Find the way that works for us just because somebody else does something. Or if you're a business owner and you see that other entrepreneurs who do similar stuff to you, um, I'm a online um, personal branding and online business coach. And sometimes I look at what other people are doing in my industry and I'm like, wait, stop doing that. Like I always tell my clients, like, don't watch what other people are doing. You can have a side eye, a little bit of a glance over to see what they're doing, pay a little attention, but don't let that mirror in focus because then it takes away from you being able to build the life and the business that you truly want and doing it your way. So as we um, get started, I'm going to have, Lena, I'm going to hand the mic to you in a second. I would love for you just to introduce yourself, tell us who you are, what you do. Um, And then tell us what the words, like carve your own path, like when you hear just those words, what comes up for you? And we'll start the conversation. I'll have you start it and then I'll do the same. And then um, as the other moderators join us today, we'll invite them to do that. And then Christina, if you want to raise your hand and come up on stage and share what that means for you, or if you have any questions, um, we welcome and invite you um, up on stage as well. Lena, throwing the mic over your way. I caught it. Thanks so much. Hi, I'm Lena and I... Um, I am a coach who works with mostly women. I have coached a few men, I have to say, and, and they have been wonderful. Um, and But really what I love to help people do is to carve their own path. So I was really, really super interested in this, um, in this topic, Darlene, when you suggested it, I have to say, because I always start... Um, now, I, I do a lot of coaching in the area of relationships, mostly romantic relationships, but I always say that the one relationship that we are guaranteed to be in till death do us part is the one we have with ourselves. 
So whether I have a client coming to me because they want to start dating or they've been dating and they want to start having more enriched romantic relationships that will lead to more um, monogamous relationships. I've even had some weight loss clients as well. I'm also certified as a weight coach. No matter what people come to me for, I always start with a really strong understanding of their values, their own values. And so to me, that's where carving my own path or, or anyone carving his or her own path starts with. It's what's really important to you. This is a big world and there are a lot of things that we could be doing here. Hi, Katie. And there are a lot of things that people are doing here that we might actually not be so important to us. And so I think taking the measure of who you are, what your values are, how you value yourself, and then really see what, what speaks to you, what is really touching your heart, and what do you really want to invest your time and your money in doing in your own life and then figure out how best can you create that. And I will have to say, Darlene, I know that we're in a room with a lot of coaches. Um, the coaches who I've observed, who I believe are really the most successful, and I do not measure success simply by how much money anyone has either earned or accumulated, but when I look at their, their overall success, the number of people they help, how they help them, what changes are people then able to go and make in their lives and in the world, the most successful coaches I've seen, the most successful people I've seen in any types of business are the people who are doing it true to themselves. It's their own voice. They have their own unique perspective and they are sharing that and getting that out in the world. So I'm Lena and I will hand the mic over back to you, Darlene, or to Katie, which would you prefer? Thanks. I love that, Lena. Thank you for bringing that up because especially like as you mentioned, like success can be defined in so many different ways. It doesn't look the same for every single one of us. Each of us here on the call right now and everyone in the world, we all have different success metrics, things that we're looking at, things that matter to us. And I think you hit on one of the most important pieces to that, like going back to like when you're carving out your own path, like looking at your values, what do you value? What do you stand for? Like that's such a huge piece to how we create the life that we want. We all have different expectations, different life experiences, things we've gone through that have brought us, we have different skill sets and all those things have brought us to where we're at today. And it's important that we um, focus on those areas. So I'm glad that you brought that into the conversation. Katie, I'm going to pass the mic over to you in just a second. We are just doing intros. If you could tell us who you are, what you do. And then when you think of the words, carve your own path, like what does that mean to you? Yeah. Hey, everyone. Hi, Darlene, Nina, Christina, Pastor Julie. How are you? Hope you are well. Um, I'm Katie Mason at Modern Sheet, culture leader in social audio. I host about six or seven rooms every week, and I have tutorials for Clubhouse on my YouTube. 
um, yeah, connect with me if I haven't met you yet so that I can ping you into rooms and I am connected also to a global audience here on Clubhouse. So that's a bit about me. Um, yeah, carve your own path. I love the topic today and um, just general overall, I love all, all the themes that the sub themes that we carry throughout the weeks. And I went back to count and it, we've like met for eight or nine times already. So this is so cool to be talking with the same people again and again. So um, yeah, we'd love to talk with you too, Christina, Pastor Julie, if you want to come up to, to talk with us. Uh, I feel like, yeah, I've been talking this week, especially with a couple of friends about creativity and that completely ties in for me um, to carve your own path. I feel like sometimes um, it feels a bit like, especially for creativity, people feel like it could be that they're disconnected from it or it's with, it's not within their grasp. Um, same as for carve your own path, it's like wherein, well, I don't really know what where to go next or um, like do, some people don't have the support system to know, um, to check in with and maybe have not quite developed their intuition muscles where, wherein they could mostly check in with themselves to know how to take the, what step to take next. So um, it's, there's a lot of uncertainty and unknowns and it's scary. And so that's where I kind of want to begin um, our conversation. Thanks, Darlene. Thanks, Katie. Yeah, I definitely think there is a lot of unknowns. Sometimes we watch what other people are doing, and so we try to emulate what they're doing. Other times, we just haven't really checked in with ourselves and identified, like, what is the path that I want to be on? What, you know, issues and ideas and matters do I actually care about? What are my values? What's my, like, vision and mission and why I do the work that I do? Like, those are things that I think if, if you're an entrepreneur, you've definitely probably explored some of those areas at some point, or you've at least started to. And then sometimes when we're in careers, or if depending on the season of our life, like those things can shift too. And it's important to like, look at those things, you know, on, a, on, on an almost continual basis to see like, where am I at in my life? Where do I want things to go? Am I happy with where, with the life that I've so far created? And do I want more? Is there something else that's like, it's almost like you, ha I know for myself, I notice, like I'll have almost like a little itch where I'm like, I feel like something's off. I'm not sure what it is. And I, when I start to explore and go down that rabbit hole to find out like what's off for me, it's usually something where like values are being um, crossed or boundaries are being pushed. And maybe I have different dreams or visions for myself where I thought I would be at at this point in my life. And I need to sometimes adjust those things. Like, what do I need to change in my schedule? What do I need to change and how I'm spending my time, how I'm showing up, how I'm doing, doing things to bring it back to creating the path that I want to be on. Um, I haven't introduced myself yet, so I guess I should probably do that for those of you that don't know me. Um, my name is Darlene Holly. I'm a personal branding and online business coach, and I support um, ambitious, heart-centered entrepreneurs who are looking to create a profitable online business by showing up and being themselves and really finding the right types of marketing strategies and visibility strategies that will get them seen, heard, and paid by just being their authentic self and showing up, being vulnerable, being true to who they are. Um, kind of around the themes like what we're talking about right now, like carving our own path. How do we create a business and a life that we truly love that feels exciting, 
there's nothing worse. And I don't, I, I won't speak for everybody, but I remember when I worked in retail management before I started my business, I wasn't excited to wake up every single morning. <laughs> like most days I was exhausted, tired, overwhelmed, stressed. I was a single mom at the time and I had a lot of different balls in the air and a lot of things going on and it, I wasn't excited to wake up. So when I started my own business 15 years ago, for me, that was when like the light bulb went off and I started doing things the way that excited me. And I actually was excited to get up again in the morning. So finding those things that light us up and excite us, I think is, can be a struggle sometimes if we don't know exactly what we are looking for and we have to do the inner work. We have to dig in and see what that looks like for us. So um, welcome everyone that's in the room. If you would like to come up on stage um, and share what um, this topic means to you about carving your own path or if you have questions that, um, that we can help you with to kind of start to uncover what that path might be for yourself, um, feel free to raise your hand. We would love to have you on stage with us. And I also want to point out we have the Hey Girl You Can link up in the file. If you are not currently a member of the Hey Girl You Can email community, um, I highly encourage you to sign up for that. Um, Tara, who hosts this community, sends out so much great information um, each week about different rooms that are being hosted, um, different events that are live. Um, I think she's in Connecticut. Um, Lena or Katie, maybe you might know, but I think they're having a, an event this weekend in Connecticut. So if you happen to be in this room right now and you're from Connecticut, um, let us know and we can connect you um, so that you can attend that. Um, but I love this community. I just love the amazing people that come together to, you know, rate, lift each other up, hand their microphone over and support each other. So as we think more about carving your own path, <clears throat> I'm curious, Lena or Katie, do you have any times in your life that you can think of where you started to figure out that like maybe you were having that little itch like I was describing a minute ago or you knew something was off and you started to like discover ways that you could move forward to find the right path for yourself? I'm curious if one of you guys has a story or even a thought. It doesn't have to be a story, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, the question is um, where something just doesn't feel right, and uh, I have to admit I am pretty horrible at this where in, uh, and I'm saying that because, um, like, it's taken me a while to get to the place where I'm, I'm comfortable with um, acknowledging my feelings around um, just what's going on in my life and because uh, I, I, I'm, I know like from talking to you all before, just so many times, um, you know, in our upbringing or conditioning, we wherein we've been told like, just, you know, uh, bear it and or like, just keep pushing forward, like don't, um, why are you crying or whatever, th things like that, right? And so, uh, um, wherein I, I, I didn't check in with myself and or I knew something was wrong, but I just like kept going with the in the wrong direction anyways. But w the result was really then there's like um, a breakdown in my system. Other people could tell that I wasn't in it. Like in a when I was working a job that I didn't wasn't right for me, and I was like unhappy and didn't want to show, really come and show up every day to be honest but I did and um but the people around me they noticed uh and they would 
you know, people, some people nice enough would kind of reflect back on, on it and, and say, you know, that I don't know if this is like, I don't remember exactly how they approached me to, to let me know, but to, to just kind of have the opportunity to, to um, talk more or less as a friend beyond the colleague to check in. And then I think that's like kind of like one part of the starting point. But then the other things that happen are just little small consequences where I, where I would just gain weight or um, overeat because I just was un so unhappy unhappy with the path I was on or do other things like be couch potato and really tune out from my interests and hobbies. And so those are the signs for me of what, what has happened and, and how do I move beyond this? I, I feel like, yeah, um, suddenly I, something clicks and, or um, I, 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 it even happened where I was like, let go from one place, to be honest. And then I realized, okay, wow, that's, um, it, sometimes it takes like a big thing to happen to really kick me into gear to, to figure out what I need to do next. So yeah, I'll, I'll stop there. Thank you, Katie, for sharing that. I think we can all probably relate to that. Like there's that part of us that knows something's off and we, there's like the counter piece to that, right? Like whether it's, we're, we're gaining weight or we're losing weight or we're noticing that we're binge watching way too much TV or we're not doing any things that light us up. And it's one of those pieces that like, those are the, the tall tale signs that something's off. And so, I don't know about you, but sometimes it takes me a little while to realize it. Like, I'll be like, Oh my gosh, I'm like, I haven't done things that light me up or that excite me or um, my normal routine stuff in quite a while. And it, um, and then there's other times where, something changes and I, I can almost instantaneously tell like, okay, something's off. I need to change this. Like I'm not feeling right about this. So I think it's good that like we are aware of those signs and, you know, things are going to change. Like you said, you like even left a career, like one of your um, career positions before because of it. Like sometimes there's just like that internal pull that we're not sure how to pay attention to in the moment. And then all of a sudden we'll have like that light bulb moment. We're like, okay, something's off. What do I need to change? What do I need to do? How do I get up off the couch again? How do I get excited to continue to move forward and to continue to create the life that I want? Lena, did you have anything you want to jump in with? Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. So it might sound odd, but you listening to you speak, Katie, um, and, and your follow-up, Darlene, it's actually that when it's going off the track, for me anyway, is when I don't notice it. Like when it's just going, when I'm just going along, that's really, you know, and, and I'm not questioning. And, you know, it, it's that moment at some point when we realize that we're not particularly happy or that we've gone off track. But the way it plays out um, in in actuality for me is just, it just seems like this is what it is. This is all, it, this is what it is. It's the realization, oh, this is all it is, or is this all it is? And I'll give you an example of that. Um, I woke up on the morning of my 49th birthday and I opened my eyes and literally out loud, the words came out of my mouth. I am so bored. And I 
didn't even realize that I was, right? So I had been going along and then I started to really, I, I laid there and I really thought about that because obviously that was something that I needed to pay attention to. Um, it wasn't literally, it was not just a thought. I said the words out loud. And what I realized was that I had just been going along, living my life, and I had just been living a life that was going along with what I realized were other people's expectations of me. And it had never even occurred to me. And I had done enough things in my life that I wanted to do that if you had asked me, are you just living according to other people's expectations or are you living your own life? I would have thought that I was on my own path. But when I looked at the overall picture, I realized that no, I really wasn't. And I won't go into all of the details of it, but it was it was a case of me being able to pull back and really get an overall perspective on it and see the differences between the things that I was doing versus how I was living. And I'll give you an example of some of the things. I traveled and I traveled as much as I could and that is very, very important to me. And so, and I traveled a lot more than a lot of people in my family ever did or still do. And so to me, I, might look like, oh, yeah, I'm breaking territory here and I'm doing this and this is important to me. But when I looked at my overall life, I had a very safe job. I didn't have what I considered a career. I I was just on that general overall play it safe path, even though I was interspersing it with kind of like stepping over a few little hills for me and and you know those were the things and where I lived I had moved away from my family quite a distance I'm on the other side of the country and so so you know I'll, I'll just say that for me the realization came when my own thought process could no longer hold it in when my thought process really realized before I was cognizant of it that there was something that needed to change drastically and my body literally said it out loud to get my attention. And Lena, I will hand over the mic. Thank you, Lena. Wow. Like I could feel that in my body, especially as you started to close that out, like how you were saying, like you just felt it in your, in your being and like your body was like screaming out that something needed to change. And I think that we can feel that often, right? Like it's like, that's our body's way of reacting, saying like something is off here, something's wrong. Um, we need to make some changes and our body sometimes knows before we do. <laughs> so I love that you listened to that and like we're able to um, like start to see those signs and start to see what that might look like going forward. So sometimes when we're carving our own path, a lot of times other people bring their, <clears throat> excuse me, bring their thoughts into our conversation of what we they think we should do. And that can be like really distracting, right? So I, I was 
wanting to kind of talk about that a little bit. Like, how do we continue to carve our own path when so many people feel like they should have an opinion on what we should do with our lives and how we should be? And I'm doing air quotes. You can't see me, but like that should that we get so often from other people, whether it's um, coworkers, if it's um, colleagues, if it is family, spouses, children, parents, like all those different places, we can, we get a lot of shoulds and like, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. And I, I see it show up a ton with the clients that I work with where they feel like they should be doing all these different pieces, whether they should be on social media or they should be marketing their business um, by creating YouTube videos, or they should be speaking on stages or they should be doing the 5 million other marketing tactics that are out there. Right. And they don't know how to settle on what the right thing is for them. And I usually tell them, like, check in with yourself, like what things excite you? What And I'll stick with the marketing strategies theme of it. But like what marketing strategies light you up? Which things excite you that um, feel like the natural piece for you? Like I personally love to use my voice and talk. So whether it's on audio, um, I, have a, I have a podcast called Attract and Stand Out. Um, I love to pitch myself to be on other people's podcasts. I love to show up on Clubhouse where I can just, you know, see what comes out. Like sometimes I don't even, I I very rarely know what I have planned when I'm on these types of conversations, right? Because the conversations go all over the place. I don't have a script. I don't have a template. I don't have bullet points to follow. Um, I might have like a very light idea of things that I want to talk about, but I like to see like where the organic conversation goes in those spaces And I think that's really fun. But some of my clients absolutely can't stand doing that. They need to be able to be in a place where they know exactly what they're going to say, when they're going to say it, and how it's going to come out. And so for them, it's like sometimes hosting workshops or um, doing YouTube videos to promote themselves. And they would, you know, not be caught dead over here on Clubhouse because they aren't sure what they would say. And that scares them. And that's totally fine. Like we have to play to our strengths and find which things work the best for us. So I'd love to hear, Lena, Katie, like when you think of like the things that people have told you over time that you should be doing, how have that, how have you handled that? How have you responded to it? And how did you set the life that you wanted based off of knowing that other people are putting their input into it, but you could leave it or take it? Thank you. That is such a great question, Darlene. Um, I, I'm thinking two different things about um your question. So I'll just start with the first one that came to me. Um, The whole idea, the whole phrase, what will people say? And the idea, and you know, you were more specific, people talking, people saying specifically what you should be doing. But if I back that up a little bit, it used to be, what will people say? If I do this, what will people say? And for me, I really, really was thinking about that one day. And, and I said, okay, let's break this down. Let's be really specific. So this would be my first tip to somebody who wants to go through this process for themselves. Be really specific. And so I said, I got a a piece of paper and a pencil. And I said, who are these people that I seem to be worried about what they will say? So who are they? And what do I think that they're going to say? And I actually started with, what do I think they're going to say? Okay, I think that they're going to say I'm silly or I'm 
um, doing it wrong or whatever it was. And, and to me, it wasn't about business so much. It was about the way I was looking at life and being in relationships or not being in relationships or, or dating or whatever. But I said, okay, so I'm worried about these people and I'm doing air quotes right now too, who um, are going to say something about the way I'm living my life. Okay. So, and, and be negative about it. Okay. Who exactly are these people? And I came up with literally two people who I knew, who I thought would say something negative to me about the choices that I was making. And then it occurred to me that neither one of those people was living a life that I wanted to emulate. And both of those people are really the outliers in my life. Neither of those people were people I particularly chose to have around me, to be in my world. They weren't friends of mine. They weren't, you know what I mean? They were acquaintances. One was someone who I knew at work. One was another type of acquaintance. And so from that point forward, that freed me. And I was able to say, if I ever got that thought in my head again, oh, what will someone say? Or someone thinking that I should do something. My answer to that now is, so what? So what? So what if someone might say something? So what if someone thinks I should be doing something differently? And again, I'm not saying that lightly, and I'm not saying that everybody is in a position right now in this moment to be able to just shrug your shoulders and say, so what? But when you think about even responding in that way, there are so many different ways you can go with that. So what if someone over here who's living a totally different life than I am thinks that I should be making totally different choices? Well, it makes sense because they're living a totally different life. So what if this person over here thinks that I should be doing something differently because they did something differently? Okay, well, that makes sense for them. It was just so freeing for me. And I'll just leave it at that. It's, it's, it's a process that, that you owe it to yourself to go through for yourself to see what tool you can create to free yourself from that should jail. I'll hand over the mic. Lena, I... I'm over here like nodding my head because you made me think of a time where I wanted to share. Um, I create like weekly content for my community, whether, and I email it out through my newsletter list. And that's like my main avenue of creating content is for my newsletter list. And then I add it to my blog. And then I typically share it out on social media to kind of nurture the community that I already have um, in those spaces. And I remember a time where I shared a pretty vulnerable story with my newsletter list and I wanted to share it on social media. And I remember specifically thinking like, I can't share this story because uh, on social media, because I was like, what is my sister-in-law going to think if I share the story? Like she's going to judge me. She's going to have all kinds of comments. Like I could totally see like her saying all this stuff in the backdrop. And I made up this whole big, huge story about like, I couldn't post this one specific story on social media. And I made like this big, big stink about it. 
And I remember it was probably, I ended up posting it and I like lived through it and it was kind of stressful in the moment. And I remember like two or three months after that had happened, um, I had gone back to Vegas, which is where um, I live in Southern California now, but I'm from Vegas and that's where my sister-in-law lives. And I remember sitting, I was staying at her house and we were just, you know, sitting having a glass of wine and we were talking about something and she made a comment. She's like, I just love how you share so much of yourself and your content. She doesn't, she's not an entrepreneur. She, um, is it works, um, inside of a company and has a, you know, pretty high level position inside that company. She's like, but you show up and you just show, share so much of yourself and you're like, you're vulnerable in all your posts. And I just love the work that you're doing. She's like, I could never do what you do. And I just am in awe of the fact that you show up and do these things. And I like, it stopped me kind of in my tracks right there. And I was like taken back so much because here I had made up this whole story of what she was going to think and how she was going to judge. And she was probably talking about me behind my back and like all this stupid stuff. Right. And the whole time, like she was admiring the fact that I do these things that she considers super brave and she doesn't even feel like she could do. And it just gave me like that note, like sometimes we make up stories that other people are going to respond or other people are going to think these things. And then when it comes down to it, it's a complete, like, it's just a story we're telling ourselves. It's not even fact-based. There's no truth to it. And so I think it's important sometimes too, to, to tell ourselves, like we're making an impact and some people are going to love it. And some people might not, may, may not like it and that's fine. They can choose to unfollow us. We can choose to unfollow them. If it worries us that much, that's something that I've done before too. Um, I unfollowed a couple people on social media because I was just getting like this negative energy from it and it was bothering me. So I cut those ties and those cords and then I didn't have to worry about it anymore. It made, it, it allowed me to show up more freely in those moments. So sometimes I guess where I was going with is like, we just share these, we make up these stories and the sooner we can catch ourselves when we're telling ourselves these stories, the better it is for ourselves, like our own mental health, I think, <laughs> um, in those moments for what should be. So if you catch yourself, like ask yourself, like, is there truth to this? Is there anything to validate the story that I'm telling myself right now? And if so, like investigate it, look into it. And if not, move on from it, you know, post the post or share what, share with your, your voice freely. We're here to make a big impact in the world. Most of us do the work that we do because we want to have a legacy. We want to be able to create a life of freedom and flexibility and impact. And we want to be able to give freely and serve our communities and support other people. And when we get in our head, it stops that process from happening. So like trying to listen to our gut more and putting things in place that allow us not to continue to tell those stories can be powerful in those moments. If I can uh, hop in for one second, Darlene, I love what you just said. And in addition to asking yourself, is there validity in this story right now? I think this is a really powerful tool because look, our thoughts are going to answer whatever question we ask, right? We, we're wired to want to answer our own questions. So here's a really powerful question to ask yourself. In those moments that you're really contemplating not doing something and you're creating a story, you're, you're going to try to convince yourself that it is true. And so maybe it is going to stop you from doing it. Ask yourself the simple question, why am I choosing to think this right now? Okay, so 
it doesn't even matter if you want to argue with yourself if this is a true story or not. Why am I choosing to think this right now? And, um, and what that does is it opens you up to be able to see that for so many of us in so many instances, it's simply the way our fear is coming up and trying to stop us. And because that happens to me all the time, why am I telling myself right now that this person is going to have a problem with this thing that I'm posting? Oh, just because I'm afraid to be seen. I'm just afraid to be seen. Okay, well, my, my job is to create useful content and get it out in the world. So thank you for sharing that with me, Fear, and I'm moving on right now. So I, I'm sorry I jumped in on you, Darlene, but I just think it's a great addendum with what you were um, offering. Yeah, I love that. It makes me think of like tell like sometimes our the stories we tell ourselves try to take the lead in our lives, and it's like that nice reminder to remind ourselves like um, I'm driving this car. Like if I use the car metaphor, like you know you can sit in the passenger seat story if you want to, and you can come along for the ride, but I'm in control <laughs> of where I'm going and where my destiny is, and you can't you can't control my mind, you can't control my thoughts, you can't. Con- you know, tell me what I should be doing or shouldn't be doing. Like sometimes we have to like pull those stories to the side and say, all right, I've had enough of the story. <laughs> Let's move on from here. Katie, I'm going to pass the mic over to you. Did you have anything you wanted to add in? Yeah. Um, it's really great to hear uh, your thoughts on like what to do with other people's opinions. And um, I, f- I feel like sometimes um, some people we feel we get into the trap of like comparisonitis um, thinking we need to kind of be better than someone else and what they're doing or, uh, or, or that I'm not there yet. I'm not good enough or haven't gotten to that place and feel bad about that. Um, So I, that's what I experience sometimes. And, and then with people judging us, um, and uh, yeah, that's the, their own, their problem and that they haven't, um, and this is human nature where, um, it's like that crab story where, you know, with a whole bunch of crabs in a barrow and one crab tries to escape, but the other crabs will like try to, uh, drag this crab back into the barrel, like for safety reasons, um, feeling like, oh, you know, you belong here with us, you know, where we are now. And meanwhile, this one crab just wants to get out and, uh, you know, blossom and fly or whatever. Uh, So, yeah, I also see that. And um, at times, because there's also like so much noise that we experience, you know, in all the posts and scrolling through stuff. and, And so I feel like, um, when we don't know where to go, it could be easy to have a plan of, okay, I'm just going to do what others are doing and doing like the trend, um, just so I can maybe fit in or like, you know, just that, that seems like a, a good template to, to do, um, without like really thinking about, is this right for me? And, and then we, we, um, get stuck in this place where we don't even know where, um, where 
where my own what my own opinion is of where I want to go and what I want to do and how I want to present myself. So it's just super important to have like times where we can be quiet in silence or that we can go where we turn off these uh, notifications and devices and then um, do our own reflections and like go out for to connect with nature and all of that good stuff so that we can like return to, to within and um, and be strong with our conviction of uh, and commitment to what comes from inside of us rather than like to just um, fall and be be um, convinced of what other people are scared of and what they're wanting us to do. So that's that's me. Thanks. Thank you, Katie. I love I haven't heard that story about the crab crabs in the barrel in so long. Like you kind of took me back. I'm glad that you brought that up because, yeah, like we can pull each other down sometimes. Right. <laughs> um, and we have to be willing to, like, you know, risk it all and put ourselves out there and let people see us for who we truly are, not who not giving them the, the mirror reflection back of who they want us to be, but allowing ourselves to like step outside of that comfort zone, step outside of the mold of what most people have been taught, which is, you know, like I remember when um, I was younger, it was like, go to college, get a great job, work there for 40, 50 years and then retire. And there was not anything extra to that. Like most of my family thought I was insane when I left, um, my really good retail management career um, that I was doing really well at and started my own business. They were like, what? That's not what we do. Like, you can't do that. And I was like, watch me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to do this. Like, and it was super hard the first couple of years and I almost didn't make it. But I really wanted to, you know, find a way to move forward and to not do what everybody else expected of me. It made me think of um, Brene Brown has a quote that says, um, choose comfort over courage or don't choose not to choose comfort over courage. And I think it's so important. Like sometimes we get so comfortable in that routine of life and the routine of what we're doing that we forget who we truly are. We just keep showing up and it's like Groundhog's Day <laughs> every single day. Like we just show up, we do the thing. You know, we put, um, do all the tasks that come with the day and then it's like we go to sleep and then we start over and we do it again. But what happens when we like, sh you know, flip it on that model on its head and really start doing things the way that feel feels authentic and true to who we are. And it's, you know, it's good to go outside of the norm. It's good to put ourselves in a situation where we're not comfortable and we're not in that routine. Um, I consider myself in so many ways, like a creature of habit. Like if I go out to a restaurant and I've been there before, I order the same thing way too often and I have to push myself to try different things sometimes. And it's the same thing when I think about my business, like I'll get into a really good rhythm of doing a few different marketing strategies that are working for myself and I'll like them and I'll keep doing them. And then I'll go back and audit it sometimes. And I'm like, oh shoot. I'm like, I've been doing this one strategy for a really long time and I haven't got a client in months, sometimes years um, from that strategy, but I got into a rhythm, I got into a routine and I can stay in that cycle really easily. So finding ways to kind of break that mold and shift things. And when we are feeling um, too comfortable, how do we get courageous and step outside the box? How do we do things 
and kind of shake up the the rhythm and the cycle that we've been in. I know. Go ahead, Kitty. No, you you finish, and I want to add some. No, I was just gonna say, like, I know with my family, like, especially like our evening routine during COVID was very simple, right? Like we didn't go anywhere. We didn't do anything. And then like California's finally opened back up. And I feel like, like the kids are back in soccer season right now. And I have four kids, but my um, two younger ones are um, both playing soccer at the moment. And my um, third oldest is her third. Yeah. Third oldest, the third one, <laughs> there's too many to count. Um, he's very active with like track and band and different stuff. And then my my oldest is an adult, so I don't have to take care of him anymore when it comes to those type of activities. But like our schedule is really busy. We have a lot going on and I can, it's hard to do all the different pieces. And sometimes it can feel so mundane. I'm like, I have to make dinner extra early because we have soccer practice, you know, three nights a week. And like tonight's Friday, normally it's a free night for us, but my daughter has a scrimmage um, against another soccer team to practice for their game for tomorrow. And I'm like, how, like, I just go through this rhythm of like super quick dinner feed the family, go to the events, come home, take, get the kids bathed, get them showered, get them in, you know, in bed, read a book with them. or watch a little bit of a TV show, go to sleep and then get in my bed, go to sleep and then start over again. And we need to break up that cycle sometimes so that we can make sure we're still focusing on the things that matter to us and not getting in that rhythm. And I have to watch myself because I can see myself going back to those cycles easily. And when I pay attention to it, I notice like I can get myself out of here really quickly and get back to make sure I'm doing the things that I value and I are leading me towards the goals I'm trying to accomplish versus, you know, staying in that um, hamster wheel of life. Katie, go ahead. Yeah, I I wanted to, um, I was um, thinking back to when you mentioned your client and um, who is different, uh, wants to take a different approach than compared to you, for uh, for example, jumping onto a clubhouse to talk, um, just freestyle, freestyling it with your experience and knowledge of what you have versus where they would would rather have every um, thing maybe scripted out and plan out like everything they want to share um, with with their audience. So I want to add that. For example, um, yeah, like not everyone has to be on like every platform. Do um, and although it is good to kind of diversify our, like I say, diversify our investment by posting on various platforms. But at the end of the day, it's also about like um, the experience of creating and making a post. Is it? Um, is it actually making you happy um, doing that? And uh, where where does it feel like um, there's any there's good return? And um, but and just celebrating, like ha- having fun doing it, without being too concerned of like what the outcome may be, because even if there isn't a good response um, from the audience. We still, I I find that I still learn something as far as like understanding my own creative process of like how long it took me to do to make a post and like um, how am I able to be to repurpose the material onto different platforms and then celebrating that win of oh I I picked up and learned something new today and 
and then I, I have this now have this experience and information that I can share with uh, other people. So I, I just want to add, like, we just choose what, um, what makes us happy as well and just go for it and, um, and say no to what, um, what other people are saying, like, this is the right thing to do, you know? So yeah, that's what I just thought of that and wanted to share. Thank you, Katie. You just reminded me of something. Well, both of you reminded me of something I just wanted to jump in with. Um, and I, I just have to say that it looks to me like it's showing me on my app that somebody has their hand raised. But every time I click it open, it says there's nobody with their hand raised. So um, I see this, the same thing, Lena. So so if, they... any, if anybody in the room, if you did raise your hands, I'm sorry if there's a problem with the app. Could you drop a note in the chat that Katie is running over on the side and just let us know? I just want to let you all know if someone did raise your hand, we're not, we're not ignoring you. We just can't get to you. So please do that. Thank you so much. Um, and um, I just want to say, Katie, what you just, you just said something that reminded me of something you used the word outcome. And it's that really ties back to Darlene, what you were saying earlier about people who, um, you know, it's great if you've for for people to know, what they don't want to do. But I think in a lot of cases, especially right now, we're in a society right now that is very outcome focused. I have got a, a lot of the clients who I work with, um, certainty is a big conversation that we have. Like a lot of the women I work with want to be able to be certain of what is going to happen. And if they can't be certain of an outcome, that is way too far outside their comfort zone. And, and we have a lot of conversations around that. And I think that as far as be people feeling free to do what works best for them, a lot of people don't want that. A lot of people just want to be told, like with diets, just tell me what to eat so I can look like you. Just tell me what you did. Tell me what worked for you so I can do that too. But the issue is because each of us is a unique individual, what worked, and again, air quotes, for someone else is not necessarily going to work for you, whether it's a diet or a business plan. So um, you know, even the title of this room, I, I'm laughing about it because there are a lot of people who right now who don't really care about the path so much as the destination. When I get here, then I'll be happy. When I achieve this, then I'll feel good. When I have this thing then I will be able to be a certain way, do a certain thing, right? It's the, it's the magic pill, the magic bullet. This thing is going to create the me that I want to be. And it's really just the opposite. We have to be the me we want to be in order to create that outcome for ourselves. 
And the other thing that you both were making me think about when you mentioned Brene Brown earlier, Darlene, there's, there's a huge difference between comfort and familiarity. And so that's what a lot of people want. A lot of people want the familiarity. And so we do what we've always done because it's familiar. But the day that I realized that I was uncomfortable in what was familiar to me, because what was familiar to me wasn't truly feeding me, that was the moment that I freed myself and was able to commit to feeling discomfort in my journey to create what I do want for myself, right? So, so a lot of us are not changing our path. We're not changing our course. We're not creating joy in the journey because we're afraid of the discomfort that that's going to cause us. But I just want to challenge all of you to think about, are you really, really comfortable with what you're doing right now? And might you be able to, to really make a choice between the levels of discomfort you might be willing to feel to really live the phenomenal life that you want to live. I'll turn over the mic. Mm, so good, Lena. Like, as you were saying that, like, are you willing to live with the discomfort on the journey? Like that really resonated with me because there's so many times that I can think of in my life where I've settled in the moment and just allowed myself to be, you know, comfy and cozy and not willing to change. And then there's been other times where I've had such big stirrings and I knew I was like, like something was on the, the brink of happening or something was needing to change, or I didn't know what it was going to look like yet, but I knew that something big was coming. Um, I just left about a month ago. Um, I gave notice to a nonprofit that I volunteer with. And um, yesterday, or actually Wednesday was my last day um, with that nonprofit. And I felt a ton of stirring leading up to me making that decision that it wasn't serving me and I wasn't getting what I wanted to anymore from volunteering in that way. It just, it was, it was taking a ton of my time. Um, I loved the organization. I loved what I was doing, but there was just like something that was off kilter. And I um, realized that I had said yes to too many things in my life. And that was something that served me during that time. And it was ready, I was ready to say no to it. Like I kept asking myself um, this really great question, which is if I'm saying yes to this, what am I saying no to? And I was like, there's something off here. Like what is off? I couldn't figure out, I couldn't figure out what it was. And it took me forever. Like I was, I probably should have gave notice um, and walked away from, you know, serving in the capacity that I was doing probably six months ago, if I, if I'm being honest with myself and I didn't do it until a month ago. And that, as soon as I gave that notice, it was amazing for myself to see the energy switch and how like I was having so many blocks in so many areas because I wasn't showing up the way that I wanted to. I wasn't really coming at it from a place full hearted, which is how I like to show up to everything that I'm doing. Like when I say yes to something, you're going to get a hundred percent of me, but there's also that backstirring of like, I was dragging my feet to, you know, to log into events and I, didn't want to do the tasks that were at hand anymore. 
And I signed like two new clients, like within a week of giving that notice. Um, I interject and I, I didn't even realize how many blocks I had. Um, I signed those two new clients. I felt better. I was more energized. Um, I was sleeping better at night. Um, it was like this huge relief. Like I was carrying this boulder around and I didn't even know how big the boulder was until I let it go. So I don't know if that, if that helps anybody else, but like, as you're trying to crave your, or carve your own path, I was gonna say crave your own path as you're carving your own path. Like, what are some things that you're saying yes to that you really want to say no to? Is there some things that you can take off of your calendar that don't serve you anymore? Maybe they served you for a season, for a time frame, and maybe it's not serving you right now. I, I like literally was amazed at how my energy shifted and how much better I felt. And like, it helped my relationship with my kids, with my husband, um, how I was showing up for doing other projects that I'm working on. And it also was opening other doors. Like I made amazing friendships during that time that I was serving on that board for three years. And there's new collaborations on the horizon. New things are coming from it. So sometimes we have to um, assess after we've said yes to a bunch of things, like, is this really still serving me? Do I still want to show up in this way? And if not, no, it's okay. Like you can say no. No, no is a full sentence. Like you can put a, a period at the end of that. You don't have to explain and tell people why you can't watch their kids or why you can't serve on the board anymore or why you can't help with the school for the school PTA function that's coming up. Like we get to make those decisions and know it's okay at the end of the day that we're still showing up in integrity for who we are. We're still showing up doing the things that we're supposed to be doing on this earth. And we don't have to serve. We're not going to be some, we're not going to be the right person for every single person out there. Like, I feel like I use this metaphor in my business, like working with my clients, like we're going to attract the right people in and repel the people that we're not supposed to work with. But I think that can serve us even in our life and our day to day. Like we're going to attract the people that have the same values, the same vision, the mission, the things that we're trying to do. And then we're going to, you know, we're not, we're not everybody's cup of tea and that's totally fine too. So go out there and like create what matters to you. Um, I just noticed the time we're starting to wrap up um, our hour here together. Um, before we head out, I love if um, each of us as moderators, if we can just do an outro, to let everybody know who we are, what we do, what we have coming up. Um, and then if you have a closing thought for the carve your own path um, topic, um, Katie, can I throw it the baton to you, the microphone, the baton? I don't know why I called it baton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like, uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and edit. Oh, sorry. Can I edit the link um, just to show people? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we can put um, it we back. We have the Hit Girl okay. <laughs> link up there. Um, we're trying to help Tara with getting more people to the community, but absolutely like, put your link up real quick while you're doing your outro, and then we'll do the Hey Girl You Can one more time at the end. Yeah, I'll put the Hey Girl You Can um, back over there, it, uh, over on the side chat, just in case, and we'll pull it back up again. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead and share my link as well. So yeah, come find me so that you follow me and follow us so that I can ping you into rooms. Thank you so much for listening in everyone. Um, I lost my thought um, from what you were saying. Um, oh yes, the saying no stuff. Uh, okay, it's, I, I, I found that for myself, um, when I've come up with a situation, I almost felt like, oh, I couldn't sleep. And I feel like it would be like, 
um, I don't know what would happen if, if I said no to some this person because they maybe I'm up against someone who's a little bit more like aggressive or pushy and that I've, I would have to say actually they are expecting me to what I found out is they are expecting me to say no to them so that um, so that they can be back off and be like, oh, OK, that's that's your opinion and that's how they communicate. So I just wanted to add that bit in and do come follow me over on YouTube so they can um, get all this great information that I'm providing. I have done so many talks already, especially on moderating. So that's me. Thank you, Darlene. Thanks, Katie. So appreciate you and everything that you do to help um, support the Clubhouse community, especially. I know that so many rooms run well because of you, <laughs> including this one. So thank you for being here. Lena, I'm going to throw the uh, mic to you. Thank you. Thanks, Darlene. Yes, Katie, thank you. I love being on panels with you and with you as well, Darlene. I, I, I love being sandwiched in between the two of you. It's a wonderful place to be. Um, and I, I just wanted to share my thoughts, I just think this has been a really, really powerful conversation. And I, I do work with women who are so caught up in day-to-day -day living that they don't necessarily always stop to look down. Look down. Where are you standing? Are you really on your own path? And is this path going to lead you ultimately to the place that you want to go? And what's really so important about that is just like with any traveling metaphor, there are a lot of different ways that we could get somewhere, right? Especially now with technology, we can walk to places, we can ride a bike, we can ride a skateboard or a scooter, we can drive, we can take a train, we can take a plane. We have so many options for the actual path to get us someplace. So why don't we decide where we'd like to go and then figure out what will serve us best to get there? Because that's really what we're talking about here. And, and what may serve one of us best to get someplace is to fly because we want to get there relatively quickly. And some of us, I took a train cross country and it was the most phenomenal experience and I wish everybody could do it. And that's what served me in that moment. And I had three days to do it. And it's, it's really all about understanding that whatever serves you in each particular moment not only might not be what serves someone else, but it might not be what serves you in the future or what served you in your past. So to be really, really thoughtful about yourself and hold yourself with so much love and grace and nurture yourself the way you would nurture someone else who's very, very dear to you. So I'm Lena. I am on social media at Have More Love. And I am looking forward to having more of these types of conversations. Darlene, thanks so much. I'll turn over the mic. Awesome. Thank you, Lena. I love that story that you just shared, like of all the different ways to get there. And I think we forget that. We forget that like 
there's not just one way to get to a destination. There's so many different ways and each of them are going to serve us differently at different points in our lives. And some of us are never, some of those ways are never going to serve us. Um, some people are scared to death to fly, right? Like they will not even get on a plane and that's totally fine. And I love that you shared like taking the train because that sounds absolutely amazing. That's definitely on my bucket list of things to do. I actually want to take the train um, up the West Coast from California up to Washington or Canada. I, um, it's on my bucket list. But um, thank you everybody for being here. Um, if you're new to me, my name is Darlene Holly. I'm an online business coach and I support uh, my clients with sharing their story to build a profitable brand and business so they can create more profits, more consistency, doing it in a fun, simplistic way that's on their terms, that feels good to them and allows them to really show up and be who they truly are. Um, I host this week room with Lena and Katie and a couple other ladies, um, every single Friday. So come back and join us for, um, talking more about speaking up for what matters. That's like the main theme of our rooms. And then we have different sub themes that we talk about each week. Um, I also host a couple other rooms, um, on Wednesdays, the second, um, no, the third Wednesday of each month. I'm here in the Hey Girl, You Can community with some other friends talking about, um, some different topics as well. Um, so hit the bell, follow uh, myself, Lena and Katie, and make sure that you know that when we're live in a room, we'd love to continue those discussions. And then I don't hang out a ton on social media, um, but the best place to connect with me at is over on LinkedIn. Um, so if you're on LinkedIn, um, you can find me to Sterling Holly, um, send me a message. I'd love to let connect with you there. And if you are curious about finding ways to really grow your business, to get that consistent income coming in, and you want to do it in a way that feels good to you, um, I invite you to send me a DM as well. I'd love to chat with you and see um, what's going on with your business and help give you the support that you need um, to continue growing. Um, I thought for a final closing, I found a um, like a mantra. I just did like a quick search online and I, I don't have, I don't know where it came from. Um, so I can't give credit. It's not mine. But the mantra says, I give myself full permission to carve my own path and do everything in my own way, regardless of what others do. So I thought I would leave that with you. I invite you to um, say, I give myself full permission to carve my own path and do everything in my own way, regardless of what others do. But continue showing up, continue being yourself, continue carving your path. And most of all, continue speaking up for what matters to you because your ideas, your thoughts, your stories, you bring so much to this world. Thank you for joining us this week. We will be back next week with another amazing topic and um, have an amazing weekend. We'll see everybody soon. Thank you, Lena. Thank you, Katie, for being here. Thank you, Darlene. See you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you love the show, leave a review and subscribe on whichever platform you're listening on. It would mean the world to me. As a special thank you, I want to offer you a free gift, my Uncover Your Niche workbook and video training that helps you become unforgettable to your audience. You can sign up at darlingholly.com. I look forward to seeing you all next week. In the meantime, have an amazing week and we will talk soon.